This is the last part of Meet the Maker special, in which Navisa and I interview Zoya in this very special stage of her life, maternity. Welcome, Danilo, to the She Rocks Global family. In this episode, you will listen to a deep and honest conversation with a serial entrepreneur who has been one of the main builders of the digital and tech ecosystem in Serbia. Zoya shares how she deals with the work-life balance and her challenge to do great things with great people without overworking. You will learn what drives her and how she's created impact today with her projects that promote girls in STEM. Hello to our Shirox Global audience. How are you today? How are you, Navitza? Hi, Maka. I'm all good sitting here in Cape Town and so lovely to see you and I'm excited for today's guest. Yes, because I imagine, you know, on this third episode of this season, we'll have our last but not least Shirox Global co-founder, Zoya Kukic. How are you, Zoya? Are you nervous? Oh, I am. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> We are so happy and also this is about exposing ourselves a little bit. That's why we've been, we decided to do three episodes this, this, this way, talking about ourselves. So, to start the conversation, so yes, you know already, we'll ask you to introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Who is Soya Kukic today? My least favorite question and the most difficult one, I would say, but okay. Um, uh, I'm Zoya. I'm just turned 34 i am now uh working in the in in the tech team for more more than 10 plus years but i'm not a programmer i'm the, the on the business side i was building startup uh, ecosystem in serbia for quite a while uh, started uh, a network of the startup uh, hubs across the country um also uh, ran a local startup slash tech uh, news outlet, um, uh, ran a startup accelerator that ended up uh, being um, joined, that, that ended up being part of the Google uh, launch, uh, uh, yeah, launchpad, sorry. So I did quite a lot of things in that realm. Uh, and then when COVID started, I actually was really happy that I moved from our region uh, and started working on projects globally to uh, help big companies uh, move to the to do better in digital transformation. And in the last year, a lot of other things has changed. Actually, in the last nine months, uh, I became a mom, uh, as some of our uh, regular listener listeners already know, and that that's been uh, quite a life changing moment uh, uh, for me. I think I was. I had a very happy life, and now I'm in this uh, part where I'm trying to build happy life with new uh, uh, situations and new things around it. So I hope um, I'll get there very soon. I think it's so interesting and incredibly courageous to straight off the bat talk to us about you had a happy life before you had your baby, and right now you're building towards a happy life because something has changed. I'm curious to find out what story have you told yourself about being a mother and perhaps being a working mother today? Um, well, first, I have to say that I was uh, very active in my pregnancy. Uh, I was working um, 
uh, almost yeah not not actually almost until the end but the 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 day I closed my laptop was also the day the that same night I went into the labor room so lucky me but it was the way I wanted I reduced uh, my hours and somehow I just didn't want to lose I thought that and I still think that parenthood and the child is a, just part of your life and should not be uh, your whole life. Um, but because I was like just believing so and because I was lucky that my husband uh, organized the full support system, even when I came from the, the, the hospital, we had the night nanny. Then we also had a, a, a full time nanny book when the baby's older. So somehow I was just thinking that my life will get very fast back on track uh, and it didn't happen because it's so overwhelming and my thoughts were like well everybody's doing it I mean so many people are parents and so many uh, women are mothers almost all of them and I was thinking well it can't be that difficult and (laughs) I think it turned out wrong I think it's quite overwhelming and uh, as I said I have I'm really grateful uh, that I have a really great support system and it still managed to uh, change a lot of things in my life um, especially when, when the baby is small uh, which my baby still is but in, in that sense that you are uh, a provider a full-time provider and there is one being which can't be left alone for a second so you have to organize your life uh, around it and you have to organize your part relationship with the partner around it uh, and I um, managed to uh, get back to work uh, two months when, when Danilo was two months old uh, uh, and that was also a struggle because that's not a custom in in Europe in general women do it uh, quite later depending on a country but uh, usually not before six months uh, so, so, so there was a lot of things that, that I was doing differently than people around me. Uh, I, I'm still confident that it was the right choice, but it's um, uh, around, I, I did a lot of other stuff before the kid, and now a lot of those things I can't do anymore, or I can't do as much as I uh, want to, or as much as I did before. So I'm now trying to find a new balance and new uh let's say mix of things that make me enjoy my life the same way that uh, was before the kid and i'm sure uh, as the kid grows older i'll be enjoying uh, more time spending more time with that with with him which is happening but i think in the first few months um we are slowly getting there it wasn't like an instant as it happens with some moms Somebody said once that being a, to be a mother, the only way to learn to be a mother is being a mother. So I think you are doing perfectly, my friend. And regarding this, that you are doing things different, and I believe the three of us, we are not, we do the, we do things different, uh, and we have, we have gotten here doing things different, and I think that's something that, that's an asset, and I, and that's something I want to give you, so yeah. Um, you had a different life, like as you were telling us. Uh, um, what helped you get here? You were successful when you were young. You are, are very relevant 
figure in Serbia regarding IT, regarding startups. You are a role model. You are a very young female role model. Uh, how do you understand failure or unsuccess regarding that uh, story or, or, or that uh, that you have? And that's how we met you. You 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 change stuff. You transform reality in your country. Uh, what is success and what is failure for you? Hmm. Um, well, first of all, I think uh, the reason why I am active in changing the society and that I am passionate about it, at least to, to do my part of uh, how my part in making the place where I live better. I think part of it comes out of it. Uh, that's Danilo. That's the baby crying. Today is a day. Hi, Danilo. So, <laughs> um, and we also have a dog uh, which um, had a stomach problem. So the dad had to go out and take the dog out. And now we were hoping that Danilo won't cry during the episode. But that's life. And we move on. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Uh, so the reason how I think... Um, one of the reasons why I think I'm so driven in changing the society and making at least my part of the world better places because uh, Serbia is not such a great place. We are in Europe, but we are not as well off as some other European countries. We had wars uh, in the 1990s. Uh, I actually am was a refugee. Uh, I came from Bosnia, from Sarajevo to Belgrade. Uh, so I think that... What I want is I want to stay here in Belgrade. That somehow that, that's the place where, where I feel at home. And in order for me to be happy here, uh, we need to advance. And that's how, why I want to give back. And I think that that's something that I um, relate a lot with success. Uh, success on an individual level. When we talk about business, I think without contributing to the society, uh, I wouldn't call it a success. And when looking from the personal level, I'm working really hard to uh, find success beyond what is work. Because I think that's how we are trained uh, globally, that if somebody is successful, we immediately start thinking that that person is successful in business. And as you see, I actually immediately started responding in that way. And I think that um, it ma uh, to be successful should mean to be happy and fulfilled in your life as a whole, whatever that means for somebody. But I would like to start looking, first of all, on my life more than me, just a business person and what I've achieved in terms of business and then start looking, what have I achieved? Did I manage to be a good mom to this kid? Am I a good friend? Am I a good coworker? Uh, am I doing good for the planet? Uh, I think those are all things are part of the, the success story and that we should nurture it more. Maka, do you want to go ahead? I have tons of questions to ask, Zoya. Um, Zoya, and, and what frightens you? Um, it frightens me that maybe the most business-wise success is behind me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, if you want, I can elaborate. <laughs> Please do. Okay, they want, they are nodding. Okay. Um, so 
even when you were introducing me, you said, yeah, I, I was very young. And that's true. I, I was uh, really very young when I became uh, the, the standard norm of a success. Um, so we were a group of young entrepreneurs and we started doing some things where people were mostly laughing at us and like, why are you doing that? It doesn't make sense. And then it's uh, at one point it started making success and we built a tech, a, a really big tech community and the startup community and uh, uh, a lot of different businesses uh, around it. Uh, and it gave me a lot of visibility and respect and credibility in the ecosystem. And I, I'm, I'm not sure what's next because I realized, um, I think it was 2018 or 17, 2018 that I um, left uh, this business and this organization uh, and wanted to focus on, on doing something different. Uh, but I'm not sure if, if I will do as much as I did. It's not, and part of it is not just Am I capable? Definitely. A lot of it is, am I capable to, to repeat it? Uh, I somehow believe I am, but I think also that success in that term is not just about capabilities. It's a lot about luck and timing and a lot of other things. But another part is also, do I want to do it again? Do I have the same drive which I had back then? And is that something that I want to achieve? And uh, And then how... Somehow I, I, I identify myself as this uh, thriving business person, but then there are these questions, do I really want to be and who am I beyond it? And am I will I be satisfied with, with being um, a medium business person rather than like, you know, the, the, the youngest, the, the best, the aspiring, the, so, so yeah. It's quite interesting that, um, you bring that up, uh, especially because some of us would still consider you very, very young. And so that doesn't matter. It's all relative. Um, but I think it's also particularly um, striking that as we're having this conversation, and of course, we can see each other on the screen in this conversation, we have your baby sitting on the screen with us and shoving a spoon in your face, which I think is great. Um, and so I, I kind of have this imagined conversation that he might have with you five years from now, six years from now, when he's learning how to speak and he's asking many, many questions. And I'm wondering, how would you answer him if he ever asked you the question of, why do you do what you do? Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say because it makes me happy. And those are some conversations like um, my husband usually likes to give this example that uh, uh, there, there were six months of my life. So when I was transitioning from this organization that I co-founded and that, that I was heavily involved in, uh, I gave myself six months to figure out what I want to do. And I said, I need six months of not doing anything, of relaxing, of finding what, what, what's next. And in those six months, I know that my husband would come home and he would be like, what are you working on? I said, well, you know, I, I, I decided the best way for me to decide what I want to do is to do, do a little work on this, on this, on that, and then see what really drives me. And then he said, well, but you said you don't want to work. And I said, yeah, but I love it. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a true story. So in some part, I really like uh, 
working and seeing the impact of what I do and seeing things really move. And I think I'm really good at what I do. So seeing that come to life and seeing me contributing to something, um, that, that makes me happy. And I like putting my brain to work. Uh, and somehow, sometimes my work really doesn't feel like work. Like when I'm out uh, and I meet somebody who I know through work, I actually enjoy talking about work. It's not something that I'm like, ah, I'm off today, so I want to talk about something else. Uh, but on the other hand, I also don't like doing too much work. <laughs> but yeah, like I think why do I do what I do is because I enjoy it, because it makes me satisfied. And I think that's the key to life. I would like for, for when I think about what I would like to teach him is to do things for his own pleasure and because he wants it and not because his parents or anybody else expects something from him. Very interesting. Um, I would like to know, Zoya, um, because you talked about, about being a mother, about your success, about your age, that by the way, you are definitely young. Um, if I would ask you how, if, how would you want to, which, which person or how you imagine Zoya in five years? If you could choose, <laughs> let, let's think, you, you can do magic. You can do magic and you can choose. Uh, no, I, I, I would like my life to be a, a great mix of work that's meaningful, but also that gives a lot of freedom for me to spend time with my family, with myself. I think that's something that I lost in this uh, nine months. So I, I imagine that my ideal, I would like to have this four hour, four day week that everybody is talking about, but still to be able to, in those four day week, manage to do big things. And I think it's doable. I really believe it. I don't like this whole workaholic culture. That's something that, that I would like to prove the world wrong. I would like to do amazing things with a bunch of cool people, but not doing working 16 hours a day, but actually doing it so that life can and should happen around it and enjoying it, but also doing uh, kick-ass things. So, so, so that's how I see myself in five, five And years. what can you do today? To like, I know Navisa once in a, a conversation between the three of us, and it was a gift she, she gave me. She asked me, what do you have to do from now on every day to get there? Well, I think I'm already on it in, in, in some way because I'm now trying, uh, as I said, I have a full-time nanny, which is awesome. So uh, I'm now trying to organize my work life so it's not eight hours every day, but it's six or five. And then to give me room, first of all, to do other uh, chores, like buying groceries and, and everything that comes up uh, uh, in life, but also to give me time to, I don't know, sit in a park for half an hour or or for a coffee for an hour or or go to some good lunch with friends. And then, then that when I'm off and uh, that I can spend really quality time with the kids. So so in that sense, I'm, I'm really trying right now to see how can I fit uh, a work that's meaningful into a six hour day. And I'm also now working on a project of my own. Uh, we can call it my own startup. 
Uh, and that's something that actually takes up the most of my day uh, right now. It's um, it's a toy. We are making a robotics uh, toy that's focused on girls because most of the robotics toys are blue cars, uh, blue robots, a lot of blue stuff, and things that girls usually don't play with. And then we expect them to play with it and then learn robotics. And I don't think that's the way it works. So we want to use the toys that girls are already playing with and just add technology to it because I think that's what technology is doing. It's not, um, it should not, it, it doesn't have to be technology for the sake of technology. So sorry, this is, was a digression. But that's something that I would like to build a successful business uh, around. And it's a business with a mission. And I think it, it connects a lot of things that I'm very passionate about. So, yeah, I, th that's what I'm doing to get there in five years. And I would like to make it a really uh, important, uh, uh, relevant and striving business by not being overworked. That's important. And I love the idea of a business with a mission, which then is going to link to my specific question to you, which is what is Zoya's mission? I knew it, that I'm going to get some of those questions. <laughs> and, well, I, I, I don't know, really. I think that's something that a person should prepare for and think really deeply about. And I, I, I don't think I'm there. Um, and to be honest, I know that that's uh, one of the things that I'm trying to learn from both of you. Because I know both of you are very much uh, in 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 tune with with yourself, uh, and that you did this exercise, like continuous exercise, on what's your mission and what's your goal and what's the the mark you want to leave on the world. I'm, I I still haven't. So let let's put it in um in my to do list for this year, and see if I managed to do it. Nobis, I know you'll keep me. Um, You'll check up on me <laughs> to tell me sure, how, and I mean, how I'm doing. And the input there was, I mean, a question like that was never intended to catch you out or to put any pressure or add to your to-do list. I think part of people's journeys around figuring out their purpose or their mission is that one is not a destination and it's something that will continually be something that you interrogate and work on. And so every now and again on that journey, you hit a beautiful sort of, picnic spot where you can sit and go, ah, this feels good because yeah. I understand it. And then you keep going on the journey until the next picnic spot. So I actually, sorry, cool. I actually listened to a really good podcast. Um, and then somebody said, uh, and I think it's, it's a really important uh, question and it's a really important thing to do because I uh, heard somebody talking how once you define not just your mission, but when you realize that uh, what is your enough in terms of when you say I am enough just the way I am so when you have that defined then the ambition is something you really want to do it's not something that's uh, that somebody else made you do it or that you are doing because you think you should it's something it, it comes from a healthy uh, it, it's a healthy ambition and it's something that drives you uh, uh, deep down and and uh, so in that sense I would really like uh, like to, to, to have it figured out but right now honestly I, I somehow uh, because I started working on this startup when I was pregnant and I remember uh, that 
it, it's a really bad time to start a project, any type of project when you are six months uh, pregnant. But I started it because I re- it, it, it somehow connected a lot of things I'm good at. I'm in a startup world. I did coaching for tens of startups, mentorings. Uh, I'm very passionate about women empowerment. That's why we are doing this podcast together. I'm very passionate about um, getting more women in tech and all the reasons why why it's important. I've been speaking about it for quite some time. And then uh, when this happened, it looked like a perfect fit for me. I just felt it. So uh, maybe that's also part of the mission, like trying to connect those those dots that that are making me tick and not just because they make me money. Thank you. And also the thing about that, it's okay if it, your purpose or your mission changes because you are not the same. And I think something we need to embrace that we, fortunately, we are not the same we were when we started Shirox. And I hope we, we, we keep transforming ourselves and, and picking up who we want to be. Zoya, to start wrapping up this conversation, my dear, what makes you rock? Another difficult one, but I would say that it's this constant ability to see things that I can uh, uh, improve on, but not being, but enabling those, uh, the, the fact that I see those things not overwhelm me or diminish my self-esteem. So this constant uh, visibility or of ways I can grow without it affecting my self-esteem too much. I think that, that that's because there's a lot to improve, but I think um, that if we would uh, if we would look at ourselves in a way that that makes us um, that because there's so much to improve that that makes us bad. I think that then, then it's definitely not a superpower, but the ability to have those two worlds completely separate. I think that that's what makes me rock. That's quite and probably. probably but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Zoya. Thank you, Zoya. Hello, Danilo. Thank you for being with us as well. Welcome to the She Rocks Global Team, Danilo. We need... Uh... Conscious male like you. Well, thank you very much for this conversation, ladies. So yeah, thank you very much for your honest and 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 how you put it together. I'm sure a lot of mothers, working mothers in our audience, are feeling like they are being hugged by you and your story. Thank you, Navisa, for being the best co-host of this show, and see you next episode. Thank you, Zoya, and keep rocking, everyone. She Rocks Global is a podcast collaboration produced by Macarena Botta, Nwabi Samayema, and Zoya Kukic. This season of She Rocks Global was recorded in the American Corner Cape Town, which is also where you will find our sound engineer, T. Kray Gekana. Theme music for this podcast is composed and arranged through a collaboration between South African musician Nosihe and Hannah Sagasa from Germany. Mixing engineer is T. Luminous. She Rocks Global is a podcast that showcases the stories of perfectly imperfect women from around the world. Should you be or know someone whom you think we should be talking to, please contact us through our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter channels. Handle She Rocks Global. Hashtag She Rocks. 
Until next time, keep rocking.